Hey there, and welcome back to the Second Lunch Podcast. We are uh, here at Third Wheeled Podcast Studio for probably one of our last episodes here, uh, without a guest at least. Um, last week, we went out after the show with Hot Jake, who's on the ones and twos, as per usual, and uh, we saw a great show after... Who you want to describe what happened to us after after the show? Yeah, I would describe it as a safe space for very unsafe things to be said. It was like a very cool place to be the biggest fucking asshole in the world. We witnessed the worst open mic I've ever seen. And I've been a part of some really bad ones. Yeah, I feel like a lot of bad open mics, you still have some moments of glory between people eating shit there's like a few actual at least like feature type comics yeah. that are on there doing you know five minutes that's like quasi tight already but this was just horrific uh this was also um it's never happened to me and i've always wondered what it's like when you're doing a show at a venue that doesn't normally have comedy and but does have regulars like people who oh, just yeah. go there <laughs> And then walking in and not knowing it's comedy night and still deciding to stay. As soon as we walked in, I wanted to leave. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. But as yeah, soon as we walked sure. in, I was like, let's go someplace else. And you guys are like, no, well, you know, we'll hang out. Can't I only be that had bad. time for one beer. If, I yeah, had, right. if it was a two-beer scenario, I would have <laughs> I would have probably bailed. Uh, and so we sat there, and it was so fucking awkward, man. There, I My favorite part was looking at the people who were trying desperately – to not even glance at the comics. They were like next to the <laughs> quote unquote stage and like had their eyes glued to the TV like like they had money on the game, you know? Well, it's one thing to be subjected like as a person that's in the front of a comedy show. It's one thing to be, you know, part of somebody else's crowd work. Maybe you get pointed out. If the person's good, okay. That shit was so off the rails so quickly. The material was groundbreaking. It was I uh, definitely. <laughs> I I it was. What was your favorite? What was what were your favorite subjects? Well, I would say that the one part that was groundbreaking was the person saying they could say an anti-Asian slur because their aunt and uncle were Asian, which is a whole new twist. A bit of a revolutionary take, if you will, on the I've let got me a guess black his, friend. Yeah, I was going to say, let me guess his friend's black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there, God, I'm trying to remember because there was, uh, there was a Holocaust joke. Classic. Yeah, I mean. Why wouldn't there be? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think in the span of three minutes, we heard a Holocaust joke, a rape joke, and the Asian slur. Mm-hmm. And it was the G word, by the way. And, which yeah. is... Uh, jarring to hear especially i'm not that you're ever expecting it but certainly not in a public setting like like somebody saying it into a yeah. microphone the guy could have said on the mic i'm gonna say this in five seconds i still would have been rattled but <laughs> yeah. to yeah. not even get that sort of courtesy warning yeah that was horrific and yeah. also for a dive bar slash pizza joint mm -hmm. like not everything needs an open mic i know we have like you know a couple people listening to the show that set up their mic i'm glad that they've done it where they've done it because not mm -hmm. every fucking place yeah that serves liquor should have an open mic just because they'll allow you to do it i'm gonna say this most places don't need it yeah i'm also gonna say this i don't know how many new people we have listening and we'll get to actual funny things here in a second but i want to talk comedy for a second bad comedy is bad for comedy <clears throat> If you go someplace like that and invade somebody's space, especially when these people aren't expecting it, didn't come for that, it's just they're just annoyed by it. And then you're saying you're saying slurs and you're just doing <laughs> bad comedy. People are like, "Oh, this is what comedy is. Yeah. It's bad for comedy. Stop fucking doing it. Just <laughs> stick to the good shows. Put on a good show. Focus on having a good show." See, as somebody that's not concerned with the health of the business, it oh, is funny disappointing for me right to now. see basically guerrilla warfare comedy style <laughs> where people like have no idea that there's a guy behind them that's about to start doing comedy <laughs> i felt like they don't have a stage i felt like when we were there i felt like i had gotten in an elevator and it got stuck and then somebody started doing stand-up i felt <laughs> so trapped and i've been on the other side of that where i've done shows at places where people weren't expecting it yeah and 
I've never seen them not crack. That was the first time I've ever... In fact, I always felt like that was the worst possible... That was the worst thing that's ever happened to me, that show last week. <laughs> I've done... The, I've been a part of those shows, performing on those shows, and being an audience member was worse. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah. Um, so they also I would... positioned the, the, the mic between all of the customers and the two bathrooms. <laughs> right? Which so you're getting cut off if somebody has to piss. is a unique cruelty. Yeah. There's a cosmic joke in that one. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. You're eating I know, shit? I gotta take a shit. I, I know I'm forgetting like three or four other things of you know dubious nature that like the least offensive thing that i heard was still pretty offensive <laughs> we also heard the n-word granted it was from somebody who can say it but it yeah. was still i mean added the to re- the list given of the things rest we of the heard. show that's like not even top 10 but I hear <laughs> yeah, it, was, yeah. it was it was a lot considering we were there for all of eight minutes we i were there for one tall boy i right i never would have guessed i'd see a show like that in the Seattle city limits ever. I also, well, the, in the U district, because it's also, <laughs> but reputation to college students have when it comes to comedy shows, right? Those, the, the types that are not going to be down with your fucking Andrew Dice Clay impression. Mm-hmm. That was just a very, if that set was an Enum Claw, I would have probably not been as surprised. <laughs> is the point that I'm belay, belatedly trying to make here. It, it's Yeah, there were no bestiality jokes. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> South King County. Yeah, yeah was, it's going to be hard to transition off of this one. That was but, tough. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to talk about that. I'm in a good mood today. I've been breathing while I sleep lately. I started using a CPAP machine. Oh, yeah. Turns out, trying to not die in your sleep really good for your brain so did you before you started using it were you noticing yourself like waking up a lot in the middle of the night or was it no that's the scary thing is you don't wake up most of the time which is how reggie white died r.i.p uh but yeah i did a sleep study thing and the doctor was like yeah you uh you stop breathing about 21 times an hour a night I was like, that's not bad, 21. And he's like, that's once every three minutes, you stop breathing. And I was still not really doing the math. He's like, once every three minutes, your brain's not getting oxygen. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> probably bad. Maybe that's why my reaction time was a little slow here. <laughs> Maybe I need oxygen in my brain. So uh, where does where does that rank in <clears throat> brain cell damage? Like, you know, how bad is it really? How <laughs> well, bad is sleep apnea? I don't know. For all the times I go to bed <laughs> fucking loaded at night, and then it's like, how many brain cells am I killing? Yeah. Night? So, anywho, I thought I'd have a lot more dreams about being a fighter pilot than I've had. <laughs> yeah. All rigged up. Yeah. Are they still as aggressively large as, you know, I, I, this is, I feel no, like. No, and it's quiet. Like, Katie, it's not bothering Katie or Kendall, because Kendall's still sleeping in the room with us. Right, right. So. God, that'd be a hell of a choice. All right, do we let Kendall, gets his do we let Kendall sleep or does Chris die? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Katie's Katie's already made it clear Chris dies in pretty much any situation. <laughs> Where Kendall's comfort or needs are the other thing. <laughs> yeah. I talked about burning down the house one time for the insurance money. Yeah. And uh, she was like, yeah, maybe one of us doesn't make it out. It's a little bit more money. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, which one of us? And yeah. she just looked at me like, mm. yeah, because I think you know the answer to that, yeah, Mr. Overweight CPAP machine. Exactly. Who's crawling out of the window with ease? <laughs> I'm From falling out of the window easier. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah exactly. But with this weight, I'm going to be paralyzed when I, there's no way this body's going to accept that fall nicely. <laughs> I have a, if I fall on my front, I'm probably safe. I got a lot of padding to protect the organs. <laughs> Yeah, has Katie tried to buy any life insurance policies on you lately? Holy shit, she did today, actually. I didn't even think about that. We had to do our insurance elections. That is dicey. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I should have thought twice. Well, anyway, if I'm off, you guys, thanks for listening this whole time. It's good good to leave something behind. Did you up your coverage or anything like that? Did you? She did. (laughs) On you? Or on herself? Uh, Well, on me and Kendall. Oh, no, she's not going to take us both out. Speaking of sleeping i woke up on the couch the other day or the other night i guess it was day it was like three in the morning and it was one of those things where i was like watching sports when i fell asleep and then i woke up and it's like infomercials and weird old movies and 
I was watching this movie. Guy was like going to war, and he he tells his brother if he doesn't make it back that his wife has that he has to marry his wife and like you marry know his be, wife. A, be a father to his kids. I understand the latter and maybe making sure your wife. What is his marry his wife and did I consult his wife? Does his <laughs> wife know that she has to marry this exactly. fucking See, brother I've I've heard this and seen this, read this, and other things before. Uh, so I don't know if this yeah, was an actual thing. It came from like a dairy village that had sixty people, <laughs> and four of them were of like a fucking breeding age. Oh, can you imagine like not wanting, like hoping your brother dies just so you can bang his wife? Like I don't know how hot is she. Well, I mean, I think that this is... Uh, no, I can't imagine that because that's a very <laughs> corrupt thing for you to say, Chris. That's a horrible thing to say. So, no, I can't. <laughs> what if she's Jennifer Aniston? That's, you don't start thinking honestly, that about it? So, so, Chris, let me get this straight. Your brother's already at war. Yeah. You could already, in theory, fuck his wife, but you now need your brother to be dead so that you can... Well, I'm thinking she think needs him to be dead, too. You think that that's going to raise the moral <laughs> bankruptcy, the pall off of you, and then you're... See, I think by even thinking that, God already knows that you're not a good guy. Well, you're already... here's the thing. There's no God, so... Well, I mean, then why are we... Then why even wait for any of this? You know, why even <laughs> why even do a show? Good point. Well, I just gotta fuck this <laughs> way, then I guess. Uh, but yeah, I don't understand the, you know, again, I want to know if she was consulted for this. right. Exactly. Like, is there any way she looked over this hypothetical contract and was like, wait a second, I didn't agree to this. I agreed to marry you. This was not in our vows. Let's go to Tinderella. Uh. What's the worst job you've ever done of cleaning something and why? Uh, worst job I ever did. One time, <clears throat> me and my roommate were really high. And we grew up together. So, like, our parents knew each other. And in the middle of us, like, stoned eating pizza, watching basketball, my mom calls. <clears throat> and she's like, hey, we're on our way over. I ran into Shane's mom. We're coming over. We want to see your guys' place. This place was littered with weeks of stoned pizza boxes. And Shane is one of those people who um, would put dishes in the sink for them to soak. Bro, there's no water in the sink. Like, you need water to fucking soak. You just put them in the it's sink and left soaking them in perpetuity. <laughs> yeah. I think there was an Onion article that's like, dish left to soak in sink now predates all roommates in house. <laughs> yeah that's, yeah well that was shane i didn't know he lived there um so we are freaking out because my mom was like we're like 10 minutes away and our apartment is a disaster but we didn't want our mothers to know we're living in squalor so we started just that's why they did the surprise visit they shoveling probably... oh that's the thing they never showed up they were just fucking with us they must have known uh, yeah, they never showed up. But so we just shoveled all these box. Like we were on the third story of an apartment. I'm not going to run all this down to the dumpster right now. We don't have time. So I was just shoving it into cabinets. And anyway, when we moved out, I didn't have a bunch of pots and pans and shit. But I looked in every cabinet. One of the cabinets was filled with pizza box, and I was like, "What the fuck? I can't believe that my apartment let me move into a place like this with pizza box." And then I realized, no, this was this me. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this was 100 percent me. Yeah, who would have known? They didn't also develop a rat problem, or maybe they had just sort of. <laughs> oh, we didn't leave any food in these it's... pizza boxes. Yeah, that's true. I suppose they're not going to need all of Shane's string cheese wrappers. For... <laughs> <laughs> I love that you remember the string cheese bit. <clears throat> uh, what about you? God, worst job. I'm trying to think of, because that scenario, that's that's very specific. I would say the thing that was most revolting, and I had the hardest time cleaning, was when I worked at a. At, at Hagen and Bellingham, I was dairy guy, just stocking the dairy shelf all day. That was how I partially paid for my <laughs> last year of schooling. And uh, <clears throat> for a couple of weeks, the milk fridge smelled like a barn, basically. We're like, what the fuck is that? You know, it smells like... Are we keeping the cows in here? Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> and... and they have me do a variety of things to like scrub shelves and shit over the course of like a week and a half and nothing's getting rid of the smell. And this, I'm actually doing a good job of 
this cleaning. <laughs> then one day they pull up like the grate that all of the milk sits on. So oh. it's the refrigerator. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Eight dead cows. Just like multiple inches of fetid moldy oh. insanity. Yeah. Oof. And so then it was like, all right, well, you got to shop vac this. And it's like, guys, this is like professional grade work here. <laughs> I'll do what I can for my $9 if an hour. If we wait long enough, this is cheese. It's, uh, I think I had a four-hour shift. I had to spend at least 30 minutes of it outside because I'd clean for like 25 minutes. It'd be like, I have to get away from this. <laughs> I'm going to throw up into, yeah. So I don't even really have a bit there, but that has always <clears throat> stuck with me. That Wow, that sounds horrific. Yeah, that was no fun. Don't shop back mold kids. All right. Would you rather have your would you rather have hands for feet or feet for hands? To me, I feel like this is a really obvious answer. Yeah, this is easy. Definitely two sets of hands. Yeah. Yeah. There's really You can grab so much more stuff. Yeah, I, I just went to the zoo two weeks ago. I saw <laughs> I think I haven't seen You're watching a chimpanzee <laughs> stretch out their burlap. Come on. Right. They're not doing that with four feet. <laughs> You can crank with one hand, throw your poop with the other. You still got two. Yeah, you can still scruff your little, the tiny baby <laughs> one. Exactly. No, the the feet choices, <clears throat> that's an impossibility. I would like to hear from anybody who doesn't think four hands is the way to go there. I think that the just having toes on your hands is just going to be a whole problem for your life. Right. You know, how am I going to play video games? <laughs> right. Right, and getting A and B every single time. <laughs> So, if you got to choose your name, what would it be and why? I think about this all the time. I can, I can never... Thaddeus Bernard... <laughs> you're, you're going for, like, some outlandish, like, a barrister in I just want my name England. to sound as big as my brown line looks. <laughs> Like it doesn't this I Chris I'm Chris Moran I'm an imposter I, that's the name of my brain that is not the name of this body. Well, I think that, I feel like Brock maybe. Yeah, I Wade. Think, I think that you are attaching almost a lawyerly name to something that's more like you know your brow line should be named something like Stone or <laughs> Brick. It's not going to be Brick. Named, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be named. Okay, my name will be Stone Brick. There we go. Yeah. That already sounds better. <laughs> no, the other name you were going with, it sounds too much like you work for the embassy. I Emmanuel. Know. I don't know. I like the name Emmanuel. Emmanuel Moutier. <laughs> now, we're just, now we're just taking names of people that are Mookie Blaylock. I mean. <laughs> or I'm just clearly combining two names from athletes that have two unique of names for it to have been. Mookie Betts and Hank Blaylock. I see you. <laughs> no. No, it'd be like if I was like uh, Mookie Moutier or something. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, I figured out where you got those two. Giannis Favre. Wait <laughs> <Yeah>. a second. <laughs> That's got to be a town in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, what about you? What are you going with? What do you, what do you feel like? Rash. <laughs> rash? We're back. And we're yeah. back to rash. <laughs> it's always rash. The man is obsessed. It's Yeah. I mean, we've all got skin. <laughs> That's my logic. Uh, which Mario Kart character are you? Uh, I grew up the youngest in a house of three kids. <clears throat> so, Mario, always taken by my brother. My sister was always... Even though DK is the best on the, on the original N64? <sighs> I'm a Wario guy, man. I gotta say, I always pick Wario. Because he kind of boss people around, and I don't know. I just He's kind of the shitty brother, shitty little brother. <laughs> I, felt, I was like, yeah, I relate to that. I get that. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he's registered to vote. He chooses not to. <laughs> Actually, no, never. No, he's definitely a felon. He's not, that guy's not allowed to vote. Uh, I definitely, <clears throat> I do like choosing Bowser, but I think my favorite would be, I'm trying to remember so many different Mario Kart games. I'm trying to remember like the original characters. I'm thinking N64. It was like Yoshi. Princess Peach, that was who my sister always was. Luigi, fucking nerd loser. Mario. Boo is in there, right? I'm a big Boo fan. If I, can I don't know if Boo is in that one yet. Ah, uh, okay. That might be a double dash edition. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Uh, I should have yeah, done my research DK, on this one. Bowser was a good one. The, the bigger yeah. ones, you could kind of 
kind of fucking boss the other cars <laughs> around a little bit. See, Wario was a little slow. You had to body people a little bit with that one. Yeah. Uh, Bowser was the perfect middle ground because he was still pretty quick and big. And See, I always read, <clears throat> and I'm not, since I was in a Sony household, I'm, I've never been good at Mario Kart. <laughs> don't know the intricacies, but I'd always read that in the original that DK was just slightly, slightly overpowered in terms of his speed. Yeah. To a degree that uh, a friend, Nolan, in elementary school showed up one day with a pretty serious shiner. Like, Nolan, what happened? It's like, tried to choose DK. <laughs> Brother wasn't having it. Like, all right, well, you can get fucking cold cocked for it. I suppose he must be really good. We had more than one fight in our house about Yoshi. I always felt like he was fastest. Yeah, and Yoshi's also, I mean, he's fun-loving, but he's a dinosaur. He's going to be a popular guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. he's, he's the yin to Bowser's yang right. as far as uh, cartoon reptiles. <coughs> yeah, good point. But... Yeah, I now I want to go back and play. I've got to figure out who the original characters are because well, again, I have an N sixty four. Let's just do a tournament. So do I. I've got one. Well, I'm going to lose the tournament. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but I'll play. Uh, <laughs> Hot Jake looks appears to be ready to play. Oh, <clears throat> well, Waluigi! Oh God! That See, that's definitely fuck. that's a double dash. See, Waluigi. Waluigi is yeah. He's a he, took so, he takes all the cool shittiness from being Wario <laughs> and just does it skinny. Like, fuck you, dude. Get out of here. So annoying. You think that there's a... Something. And that mustache is chaos. Yeah, but, I mean, it does make there him a little more There should not be evil. a right angle in a mustache. But that's what makes him zany. You know, that's what makes him <laughs> Waluigi. Oh, fair enough. But do you think... Uh, is it more evil to be a fat guy or a skinny guy? In in movie history, right? Because you're going to write a fat character. You can make the guy like a dumb asshole. But there's also a lot of lovable fat guys. Fat best friend. I don't know what works better for your villain. I feel, well, to me, more villainous, skinny people always. <laughs> that's just a personal. To me, yeah. That's just a spiteful me. thing. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, I just, like, there's something about hot people. I can only like you so much. I don't care how nice you are. I don't trust you. There's something you're you trying to. You think the struggles have been different? You're trying, yeah, or something. I just think you're trying to pull the wool over my eyes. Uh, yeah, I think there's probably more villainous fat people overall. <laughs> Slightly different take on my question, but I will take that answer. <laughs> I was a, like, if you're drawing a cartoon character, you're like, this guy's got to be a bad guy. You drawing a fat guy? Or you're oh, skinny, a... for sure. <laughs> So skinny his butt cheeks don't even touch. He's got the Hank Hill butt cheeks. It's like <laughs> concave. Uh, <clears throat> Chris, I think we're on to headlines. So are you uh, you leading I'll the do way it. on this I'll one? I'll do it. Headlines, ladies and gentlemen, has become my favorite segment. I just we'll see how many we can do. I feel uh, honored to educate our listeners and. Uh, yeah, let's just rock and roll. Study shows male fruit flies turn to alcohol when they are sexually rejected. Yeah, I mean... I didn't know I related so much to fruit <laughs> flies. I 100% get it. Where are they getting alcohol, though? That's what I... Yeah, that's the thing, is that's one of those studies that feels very much like we've really manipulated the behavior. <laughs> you know, if you just give the guy... It's like if you, so a fruit fly has got a limited number of things it's going to do. Me, I can read a book. I'm not going to, but <laughs> I can watch TV. I can do these things. Fruit fly, you're going to confront it with basically two options, and it's going to do the one, the other one. It could be like you could have probably put crack cocaine in there, and a fruit fly did right. that instead because he wasn't fucking. I'm thinking, did you subject, like, did you introduce vodka first? And then they got a taste for vodka, and then they show up all sloppy, hitting on the female fruit flies, like, hey, want to get out of here? And yeah. they're like, no, I don't want to get out of here. You're, <laughs> you're like, I'll just get drunker then. You're saying that the sequence of events is fucked up, and <laughs> yeah, they were all liquored up coming in? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. <clears throat> Tanks containing large quantities of bull semen stolen in burglary. Okay, so I thought about this one a little bit, because... Okay, there's two... 
let's think about the possible explanations here. One, stole it on accident. Thought it was something else. <laughs> That's the that is the funniest possible outcome. Absolutely. <laughs> Damn it, it's come again. Yeah. You definitely have to think that there's some karma coming your way when you like pull off that robbery. Cause I've watched a lot of heist movies and usually when they when they get you when they get the heist, it's like a die pack explodes. Mm. It's not that the money was bull semen the whole time. That is a way bigger, <laughs> that's a way bigger twist. <laughs> so, uh, but then the other option is, of course, that bull semen is that fucking valuable. <laughs> right. That it actually <laughs> becomes monetarily makes fucking sense. Also, think about this. Just the first word, tanks. Yeah. One tank of bull semen is crazy to me. Yeah, what's the unit of measurement? That is a lot of jizz. I don't know. It's, it's some it's gallons. It's gotta is, be gallons, see, right? See, this is like a, in one of our first episodes I was like, Why is the Olympic size swimming pool the unit of measurement? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> right. I don't wander around Olympic size right. but I'm wondering if this is How many know, fiats of bull <laughs> semen is this? <laughs> Listen, I filled up a Fiat with semen. Not bull <laughs> semen, but semen no less. That's a unit of measurement I can deal with. At least it's something I'm familiar with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, working my... Look, I can't deal with your fucking metric system. <laughs> deal in units I trust. Again, I've said this before. I have always measured things in how many Shaquille O'Neal's it is. Right. Tell me how many shacks of bull semen we yeah. got here. How many shacks was that home run? 80? It's a monster. It's like a 550-foot blast. <clears throat> this is my favorite one because uh, it's one of my favorite things I've ever read. Low-flying helicopter sparks massive crocodile orgy in Australia. So this one I'm hoping that you read into. In I, I, I did. But this so is my it, favorite thing about this. Uh, so what's the deal? Is it the vibration? Or is it like when I put my asshole on the jet in the hot tub? You know, real, <laughs> really get the well, gators off. Let's start first by what your first impressions are. Because the whole reason I like to do this segment is people pretty much only read headlines these days. And they read it and they just kind of let their mind go. Right? They feel like they've gotten enough from the headline that they understand the story, so they don't fucking read the story, which has all the actual information in yeah, it. Yeah, but see, they I swear, the websites I read have gotten really good at figuring out how to make me, you know, read it anyways. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to. I was probably going to read it out. I just that. love the idea that there's these crocodiles just in a field and a helicopter came overhead. And they're like, fuck these helicopters, make me some kind of horny. Like, we got to get Did it you on. Hear that? <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine you're at like a, a flyover at a Seahawks game, and you're like, you know what? Seahawks Lions can wait. Let's just all have an orgy because that was fucking cool. Yeah, let's fuck. <laughs> yes. This is a crocodile or alligator equivalent of putting on some berry white. <clears throat> like, so, oh, <laughs> got a little Al Green playing. That's actually kind of true. So it turns out that uh, alligators. Crockett, well, both, but they like to mate during thunderstorms because that tends to happen at a certain time of year and they want uh, their spawn to be born at a certain time of year. I mean, that makes sense, but this is like fucking in the shower. Sounds great. Bad idea. <laughs> fucking in a thunderstorm. <laughs> right. Oh, the natural lubrication's gone. Wonderful. Also, how dumb are these fucking like you thought a helicopter sounded like a thunderstorm you fucking idiot that was yeah. really short and real choppy yeah. i've never heard one like now that i know why god made you guys so mean <laughs> because you're too dumb to make it much further <laughs> gotta make these guys big and strong <clears throat> chicago man bought a car for six hundred dollars in his girlfriend's name then parked it at the airport to rack up parking tickets totaling over one hundred thousand dollars See, this is, okay, first of all, grow up. <laughs> right. Also, very is it, funny. Is there, oh, it's funny, but <laughs> what, is there a bigger way to show your ex that you're not over them than pulling some shit like that? <laughs> right. But right. the other, it is, it is a funny thing to do, but the fact that there's an article about it means it didn't fucking work. 
True. If there is an article saying Chicago man, yada True. yada, means uh, they, the, the courts wrote off ninety six thousand dollars of it, but the woman is still having to pay around six thousand dollars and seventy five dollars each paycheck. All right, gets. I guess I guess he got away with this to a larger degree than I expected. See, I think I explained this, but he also has to pay some amount. It was way less. It was like a thousand bucks or something. All right. Well, everybody <clears throat> loses money. Well, that's at least enough of a deterrent, maybe, but. Like, <clears throat> my dad told me this with the, you know, when you want to sell somebody drugs through the mail, uh, the only real piece of information on either your piece of mail, or excuse me, on either the return address or where it's being sent, is the address it's being sent to. The name on that address is fake. The name it's coming from is fake. The address it's coming from is fake. And the reason is that... If you were to say, Chris, I was sending you some meth, and you as you do, as I do, and then you leave it on your porch for 24 hours, or excuse me, don't leave it on your porch, bring it in, but don't open it for 24 hours. Because if the feds are outside, they're not going to wait more than 24 hours, they're going to kick the door in Mm -hmm. at that point. You can have plausible deniability and say, I didn't open this package. That's not even my name, right? I don't even know who this guy is. It would be illegal for me to open this. That's and I'm no well, I'm no felon. Well, if you if you open it, then you know what it is and then there's this idea that well, once you found out it was meth, why didn't you like call the cops or something? If you don't open it, then you never knew. <laughs> oh, why now would you I'm, call the cops in that scenario? Uh somebody sent me a bunch of meth. Well, this is the th- I'm bringing It's this not up. my this, meth. This sounds like a random thing to bring up, but I'm like buying a car in somebody else's name fraudulently and then leaving it in these places to get tickets. It's like the the whole reason that there's plausible deniability there is that if there wasn't, I could have a shithead boss send him cocaine in the mail, <laughs> call the fucking cops and put that person through the ringer. But you can't do that or because, you know, there would be That would be so funny. Your boss is like, "Oh, fucking sick, dude." <laughs> So he sent me a whole box of coke. Uh, I'm gonna do a quick bonus headline here. Did you uh, see the story a few weeks ago? Uh, there were big concerns. They found a bag of white powder at the White House. Oh, oh, indeed. Oh. <laughs> and they initially, you know, for good reason, were like, "Oh, is this anthrax or you know some biochemical weapon or whatever?" Anthrax would have been pretty cool. I mean, hey, not classic. Coke. Also, classic. Bit of a throwback. <laughs> It's like when the, they play the oldies on the We radio. gotta get this in the mail. Yeah, exactly. It's like hearing Fallout Boy or something. It takes me back to the early aughts. Uh, but Nothing makes me feel more nostalgic than Anthrax. Tourist arrested in Lisbon after asking for a grenade instead of a pomegranate. Okay, so I'm guessing that... So this is... Portugal, I'm guessing they asked for the grenade in Portuguese, right? Like, they're so trying to, tourist... like, Duolingo their way through right. this shit. They didn't speak the language. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they mistook the word. The funny thing about this to me is that how did this server not realize... Because clearly it's got to be a similar word. Yeah. How did the server not think... Oh, this is a dumb tourist. Right. And also, they're asking you for the grenade. They're not saying they have it. Yeah. Can you Just get- don't give them a grenade. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't give them a grenade and you're fine. <laughs> the guy goes to the back like, do I have to give them a grenade? <laughs> Customer's always right. Like, no. No, they're not. Uh, that is... <laughs> Yeah, how did it get to that point? I wonder if it was one of those Americans that, you know, when they're not being understood, they just said it louder, really insisting. Yeah. I demand a grenade. grenade. We have to fucking call the cops on you now. You're like way too dedicated. I think he might mean pomegranate, but he's being kind of a dick, so maybe he doesn't. You know, it's also, if they had something that had pomegranate, and I don't even know how similar those words are in Portuguese, mm-hmm. but if they didn't have something with pomegranate, that's where you're really fucked. Because now you're, they don't even know <laughs> what you were going for. We only have pears. What yeah. you, 
All Clearly. I heard was grenade. <laughs> There's no word we have that's close to grenade. <laughs> Yo soy uh, nido el grenade. Yo quiero el grenado. Uh, <clears throat> grenade, the grenade. This one is yours, Cole. You want to read it? You oh, want me yeah. to read it? Yeah, I will read this one. This was this was one of the headlines before we came up with the segment headlines. Uh. 11,000 of 30,000 marathon runners disqualified after race in Mexico City. <laughs> Why? Why were they disqualified? Didn't didn't finish? They all cheated in different ways. <laughs> and 11, a third of the people cheated. More than a, Yeah, and initially I read that and I was like, okay, I wonder if the course was in some weird way, right? That sounds like... You set up the course weird, a bunch of people ran through a shortcut. It's like a Mario Kart when you take the shortcut, yeah. But but no, the article did not say anything like that. It talked about people using cars, buses, bicycles, all this stuff, and it's like... How long was this race that you can also try to sne- even try to sneak a car? Guys, this isn't a job. You're not getting paid for this. The reason people run marathons is for their own sense of accomplishment. <laughs> Doing a shortcut negates like to prove it to whom I like, also you got disqualified anyway i like to think it was like a 50 mile race and somebody got there in like less than an hour and they're like clearly you did not run this yeah you ran 80 miles an hour <laughs> yeah i did i'm sweaty but like you signed up for you were running 26.2 miles that is clearly something only a psycho would want you know somebody that's trying to prove something to themselves yeah i can't believe there's thirty thousand people in the world who i wouldn't even sign up for a quarter mile race no thirty thousand people in the world how long was this uh this was the true marathon so 26.2 miles yeah christ yeah your standard issue marathon is fucked yeah but yeah that's it's just what does that say about the human condition that when confronted with the chance to cheat as opposed to accomplish this goal they've set for themselves. <laughs> right. Almost half the people cheat. Right. At cheat. what point in the process did they decide they had to cheat instead of just not do it? Mm. Probably when they shit their pants on the fourth mile. Was <laughs> yeah. like, well, my pa- I'm going to need a car. My pants are choked with poop. <laughs> uh, so I'm not doing a whole lot of Anybody running. have a hang glider? Or-, <laughs> yeah. or a poncho that I can use in reverse to sort of... <laughs> I'm going to need some rubber bands, too. God, that is crazy. I don't blame them. I would have cheated. That's a staggering number, though. Like, Because if, <clears> if you had told me 2,000 out of 30,000, I would be like, wow, that's, that's a lot. 11,000. Yeah, a third. More than a more third. Than a third. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> that is wild. I, what I is that? Even, I've been in classrooms of 33rd graders, and I don't even know if a third of us cheated on all the tests. Like, <laughs> 30,000 motherfuckers. Well, also, you didn't. nobody's making you do this. That's, nobody has a gun to your head. Why do you have to cheat? And, and nobody's getting paid to do it either. It's not like everyone who finishes gets 100 bucks. I wonder then I would be how like, many okay. of those people were Instagram influencers or similar. Right. Or did they make it so that that stupid fucking sticker that says 26.2 you put on your car, you have to have you have to prove that you did it. So like, all right, I guess I'll cheat. I, I, I did 25 and a half. It was so close. <laughs> yeah, we know you did. You were at a bicycle for three quarters of a mile. And then you got in a Chevrolet, you son of a bitch. <clears throat> all right. What do we got next year? Uh, I think it was something of yours, Chris. You wanted to talk a little bit about... Uh, Oh, yeah, just thinking of uh, bombing earlier when we were talking about that show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of if there's ever been a time I've bombed that hard. And I think I did mention it on here. It was in Lewiston, Idaho. I literally didn't get a laugh for a half hour. Actually, it wasn't even a full half hour. My half hour of material turned into like 21 and a half. Yeah, because all the time you've built in for... <laughs> yeah, all the laugh breaks were gone. Yeah. So, um, But no, when I was in college... <clears throat> I took accounting, which is apparently easy for some people. Not I. Mm. Uh, The first week, I was like, easy. It's easy as hell. After that, I was fucked. I was so fucked. Uh, I stopped showing up to class because I realized after week two, I was like, I cannot do this. And instead of dropping, I was just like, I'll cheat on on the final and I'll be fine. Uh, I realized two questions into the final that was not even possible. And so saving myself from immediate embarrassment, 
just getting up and leaving, I just started writing stuff on the test. <laughs> and I had this thing when I was in uh, when I was in high school. <clears throat> I was horrible in chemistry. I had a D in chemistry, and the final was coming up. And if I would have, I think I had to get a C plus on the final to stay not failing. Right. And uh, I knew that was not going to happen. So I wrote on my test, I said, hey, chemistry is clearly not my thing. How about you just give me the grade I need so I can get a D and you don't have to try to teach me this again. And my teacher gave it to me. There you go. Uh, I may have actually gotten it. No, I didn't. There's no chance. I was really bad at chemistry. So I was like, fuck, this might work. So I tried it again on uh, my final in accounting. I also added in some little jokes, stuff about uh, how I was thinking about asking out the girl in front of me, but she was too smart and it intimidated me yeah, a little she, bit. She didn't account for that. Hey! Uh, anyway, the professor, I turned in my, my test third. You know, a couple people went and, you know, put theirs on the table. Yeah, you locked let some out, time. Right. <laughs> right. Some time I knew I couldn't be first, so. Or second, it was going to be too obvious. So I just waited and went and I put it up there. And uh, I thought that was going to be the end of it. A couple days pass and I get a call from campus security. And they're like, hey, uh, we need you to come down to the campus security office. We need you to bring your ID and... Um, you know, please don't stop anywhere else on campus and, until you get here. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I go in there, and the campus security guard is like, yeah, we received a message from one of your professors saying she felt threatened by by something that you wrote in your exam. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, I haven't looked at it yet, but we wanted to make sure that you were here when we did. And so anyway, we were going over like how I basically am just begging for her to pass me so I don't have to take this again. And uh, he's like, well, I don't I don't get why she thought that this was threatening at all. And I had written some I, jokes in there and he's like, this is actually kind of funny. He's like, I don't know what this is even about. I, I could see it, it takes a big stretch for me to do it. And of course, I'll just cushion this by saying, you never know. The person may have been threatened by someone else and then is, you know, True. sensitive to any perceived whatever but she could have perceived like hey just give me the grade that i need as why don't you just give me the grade that i need and you <laughs> yeah. won't ever hear from me well i mentioned at the end of the, the on the literally on the last question that i didn't fucking answer i wrote hey i'm actually a stand-up comedian like clearly i'm just kind of a fuck up but i have a really cool show at the end of the month if you want to come to that mm. uh maybe she thought that was a bribe i don't know but anyway, after reading through all my answers well, on this, life is not that they would this, take you to the dean for that. Security. <laughs> right. After reading through my test, the security guy was like, "Where's the show at?" <laughs> and him and like three of the campus security people wound up coming to the show Dang. the next week. So all right. it was, uh, didn't get the grade you needed. So I, I bombed and killed. I don't know. It was. <laughs> I don't think you can say bomb and kill, but. Uh, yeah, my next uh, next thing I wanted to talk about. I don't know if this is if you've realized this too, but everybody's house has its own smell. Have you realized oh, for that? Sure. For sure. Like, have you ever like been to a friend's house and you're like, yeah, this well, yeah, is I mean, this is fucking David's house, if dude. If we if we for sure if we had a dog's nose, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing would make a lot more sense. The whole <laughs> yeah butt sniffing business. You'd be like, all right, I kind of get this. Well, Everybody's I always their... get sniffing butts. <laughs> Especially on the street. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> no, I definitely know what you're talking about. And also, when you've gone a long enough time, you come in contact with a smell like that, and the smell immediately takes you back. You're like, Grandma's house when I was seven. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Your, your sense of smell, your olfactory senses. Right? You know what the like most fucked up most... thing, though? Hmm. You don't even know the smell of your own. You're nose blind to it. You have to take a real long vacation kind of, to come home to it. Kind a of a beautiful thing, though, when you think about it. <laughs> you don't know your own <laughs> home smell? 
Well, I think that that's God being like, you would get sick of this. You would you would not like to be. I wonder what makes those smells. Is it just people have smells? People diet is diet. I was gonna say, how much DNA. of this is farts? Oh God! I mean, I think it depends on location and quality of clothes. I think certain. <laughs> I think certain clothes could really hold right. on to a fart a lot longer. Yeah, there's something to be said for detergent smells too. Oh yeah. Well, and those are. I mean, that's a good example. Like a detergent smell, something you haven't smelled in 20 years, and you're like, oh. I'm back in Oakland. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely been times, and this is mean, where I've smelled somebody and I've been like, you got the shirt at Goodwill. I know that detergent smell. Yeah. Which reminds me, actually, I drove past Goodwill on the way here. My cousin was visiting us one time from Wisconsin. He had never left the state before. And this is when we were like, I don't know, 12 maybe. And I was on a big Mark Chimura kick because that summer i was in like names that lacked vowels at the beginning (laughs) yeah right seems like there should be an a or an o in here uh i just ran my we somebody drove me past his house and they're like yeah that's mark chamura's house i was like all right let me out and they're like what are you gonna do i was like i'll steal some garbage or something i don't know i just walked up to the front door and asked if he was home and he (laughs) <laughs> his wife answered and was like yeah and he came and like showed me a super bowl ring and stuff it was really oh, cool so nice. anyway i was in uh i was on a big mark jamura kick and i wanted a jersey but i couldn't find one on ebay and my cousin was like well just go to goodwill and i was like what do you what and he's like yeah goodwill always has packer stuff because for him in wisconsin goodwill always has packer stuff i see he didn't think about crossing state lines that the Washington Goodwill. I like that he thought that there was like maybe some affiliation between Goodwill and the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> He's like, that's the See, place to go. When you're buying stock in the Packers, <laughs> you're actually buying a stock in the Goodwill. Yeah. I think they both uh, start with G. Green Bay, Goodwill. <clears throat> also... I mean, he's not wrong, but a Chimura jersey's a little more niche. I don't know that even <laughs> a Scani Goodwill would have helped you out there. Fucking three-time Pro Bowler, That's, Super Bowl champ, man. I'm not, no disrespect intended. Just saying, we all know how many, you know, Chimura jerseys are probably out Weirdly, there. I met Mark Chimura wearing a Bubba Franks jersey, which had to be weird for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, in fairness, though, you don't want to scare him like you scared that teacher. <laughs> if you show up in his jersey, he's like, what the fuck has this kid got planned? Another Packers You should jersey, just give like, me your jersey. Yeah. <laughs> that way you'll never have to hear from me again. <laughs> uh, Chris, let's talk about uh, first time your grandpa saw a slug. This shocked me. I guess they don't really have slugs in Wisconsin, or somehow he had gone his 60-plus years in life without seeing one. But he got sick near the end of his life, and we had to move him out here. And he just got fucking cranky and kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, On his way out here, he really wanted the McDonald's fish fucking sandwich, whatever it's called. Filet of fish. There you go. Filet of fish. The Catholic Sammy. That was his favorite thing. Yeah. Well, oh. the airport only... I There's know. more to life than that, Grandpa. Uh, you never <laughs> met my Grandpa. I don't think he knew there was more than his chair, cigarettes, and cops. So, That's... actually, he really liked Star Trek, too. Anyway. I was not expecting that one. No, neither was I. But, I don't know, you think about the stuff that's on TV when you're fucking hammered smoking cigs at, like, 3 in the morning. Yeah. Any Hauser. <clears throat> so, we move him out here, and they're at the airport, and there's no mcdonald's but my mom had like left him at a table she's like i'll just go to burger king he'll never fucking know the difference i'll unwrap it give it to him he took one bite he threw it on the floor and said this fucking tastes like shit so everybody in the airport could hear this is the man we're dealing with okay this is this man has no sense of boundaries no tact he had an overweight nurse when he was in the nursing home and she kept trying to explain to him that she had to wake him up to take certain medications at a certain time. He responded with, listen, Shamu, immediately goes to whale. You don't start with whale insult. Yeah. No uh, boundaries. As a fat guy, I'm, I think that there's, there's grades. You described this person as overweight. Shamu is 
like shut it. I will fat. say significantly overweight, but still, I have to say, just from a comedic standpoint, being that specific with the name of the whale made it kind of funny. Oh, anyway, it's definitely more hurtful. So the first time my my grandpa saw a slug, uh, <clears throat> I came around the corner of the house. He was outside doing God knows what and being an old guy. Spiking a sandwich. And my grandpa's peeing on a slug. First time he'd ever see a slug, ever seen one, that was what he thought to do. Well, that's kind of the scientific method in action, really. <laughs> you know. I wonder what happens if I pee on it. That is a bit of a test of <laughs> what he does with other unknown things. <laughs> First time he ever saw a sea urchin. <laughs> well, yeah, I get that one, kind of. But that's because of the star, or not starfish, jellyfish thing. thing. Oh, right. Well, I'll name another animal, horseshoe crab. <laughs> Why are they in the sea? Why are they... <laughs> First time he saw a coyote. <clears throat> he was a bold man. <laughs> yeah, I, I will admit the first time I saw a slug, I was, I mean, I was much younger than your grandpa, but <laughs> right. I definitely picked it up and was like, what the fuck is this? You picked it up? I was four or five. Oh, okay. So, no, I never would have touched young, it. I was, in hindsight, I would not have, but I didn't know much then. You only so, touch a slug once. Yeah, I, I picked it up. Took it to my purpose. mom, like, three feet away. I was like, what's the this? She's like, this? it's a slug. Put it down. I was like, all right. Yeah, that was the end of that experience. <laughs> okay, what's but... a slug? That's, that's yeah. an outrageous uh, word questions. to hear, too. <laughs> yeah, but slug. also, aptly named. You know, I've heard people say, well, words only sound like the thing you're thinking of because you already know it as that. Like, a slug is aptly named a slug because you've always known it's a slug. Bullshit. Slug, the letters chosen, perfect for no, what a God slug is. No, God named it slug. Nobody named a slug a butterfly <laughs> or a squirrel. If anything, I mean, the only better, I mean, slug might be better. Yeah, slug, I could, yeah. Two two O's or a U with an umlaut. Yeah. Either way, I would. Umlaut, big time. Slug, I could take. There's but... not enough umlauts in, in English, so. <laughs> but slug, that sounds like what it is. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like exactly what it now, is. Now, snail, we should probably rename snail that's yeah that's tougher snail the only thing that works is the prolonged pronunciation of the word matches the pace something about snail kind of works maybe i've I've just got an issue with the double o here but i feel like schoon schoon <laughs> would be a better name for snail yeah i could see that because the c is kind of like the shell with the o's i don't know schoons that's also that. what I used to call fruit roll-ups growing first, up. Our first T-shirt, schoon, yeah, <laughs> cranking it, a schoon free, cranking free it, a schoon on a crank. All right, Chris, we're going into the final stretch here. So first, we're going to do Wikipedia. Let's talk a little bit about the Tongan castaways. Have you ever heard of the Tongan castaways? As with most of these Wikipedia things, I try to learn as little information <laughs> about it going in as possible, so fill me in. I will. So uh, it was a group of teenage boys, and they were at a one of those sort of racist preparatory schools in Tonga that they had decided to escape. Wait. They're kind of like... Uh, one of those racist prep schools. Well, like a boarding You've already school. Lost like me. a boarding school okay. that they that like colonial folks would set up and put all of the indigenous people in like teach them uh, their ways, which gotcha. they've done all over the world, but this was this in particular was Tonga. And, I thought you were And in a lot of these places you're talking about a school where they're just like it's called white power. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> you're not that far off. Uh, but the Kids in a lot of these places were also mistreated, and so the <clears throat> group of, like, six or eight kids bound together and, like, we're getting the fuck out of here, and Dope. set sail, and... Set sail? So it was on an island. Yeah, yeah. Tonga is a, a pretty remote island. Never even so heard of Tonga before. It's, it's a small place. Okay. And uh, they, they crashed. You know, they... I don't know exactly how it happened, but they ended up marooned on an island. Marooned. And this is not one of those like, oh, you know, it was a few weeks or whatever. They lived on this island for 15 months. And these kids had actually started to learn, like, I think they were starting to figure out some, like, rudimentary farming. Like, they were, like, this is our life now. Jesus. This isn't like the mid-60s, too, where, you know, certainly there's aircraft, but it's not as easy to be like let's launch an air search for these folks 
Yeah, 15 months. I like that they were so fed up that they didn't even care they didn't have the nautical skills. No, they were ready to learn how to farm. They were like, we're going anywhere else in the ocean. I would rather be eaten by a sea urchin. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever that looks like. Yeah. Wow, ballsy. Yeah, insane. And then the first thing they did, the the non-Tongan castaways did when they found these folks... It's like, oh, let's take you back there to, you can walk us through how you survived. Like, that's the last fucking place I'd want to go, man. <laughs> that is, right. why would you take me back there in a million years? Right, so how'd they find him? Uh, here, let me, uh, let me see if I can give you the exact rescue. So, uh, it was an Australian fishing boat that just happened to kind of wander by where they were. And, uh yeah <laughs> did they try to flag him down or did they uh, just see that they were there uh so he actually saw them from a ways out he saw a bunch of like naked dirty looking kids running around and he was like what <laughs> how the many fuck how is many going? kids it's like six or eight something like that okay. yeah it wasn't like a huge number but it was six yeah yeah saved by a lobster fisherman go out looking for lobster you come back with six naked kids i have some questions well and he radioed radioed back and was like yeah i found these kids like here's the here are their names and they were like we had funerals for those guys like oh god this is a miracle yeah holy (laughs) shit what do you oh man i read something about once you're i can't remember where it was but once you're pronounced dead i think it's in the u.s actually there's a state where once you're pronounced dead even if they find you alive they it's too late you're dead you're officially yeah, dead it can be really hard to get back on the grid <clears throat> once you're off the grid for sure god so the kids spoke english uh, uh again yes, i don't know what tonga the, is or... no that's fair uh because of the schooling and such yes they were able to communicate with the fishermen holy crap so how far away was this island i'm trying to remember where they actually got where they landed uh it is still part of like the Tongan archipelago, so it's not that far from where they took off from. But it, they were never going to be able to get back home. Jesus. All right, Chris, moving along. Gucci or greasy? Freezing snacks. I, I think it's out of bounds, but I'm not going to say greasy katie does this with fucking like gummy bears pretty much anything i'm like why don't you just get a frozen thing that you like why you gotta freeze non-frozen things (laughs) i think that there's certain things like i would i'm not gonna call it straight gucci or greasy certain things there's a lot of chocolate peanut butter type items you know that i'm down with thrown into the freezer god why though that's the she does too it's always chocolate peanut butter. it's like reese's stuff yeah well i mean because you know it gives it a different texture and consistency but i also don't want to eat peanut butter ice cream but there's a whole bunch of candy i would never throw into the freezer you know mm. if you're throwing sour patch kids into the freezer you're just oh my for, gear you belong in for prison a, asking for a root canal yeah oh that is <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of shane's dad with his fucking milk duds oh yeah you gotta keep them in the pocket yes a storm in his pocket now because one time he fucking busted a tooth yeah, gotta keep them at thigh temperature. <laughs> gotta keep them at nice, oh, chewable yeah. thigh. Oh, these aren't ready yet. I, it's a brand new box. It's got to be in the pants for at least ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I I I like the idea that he's figured out the exact method where <laughs> he would never try to like microwave or you know you want to put it outside in the sun like no. no. These are gonna be fastened to my person. Uh, Chris, we're gonna save. My dad going through withdrawals in the airplane for a different episode, because we're pretty close to the end of this one, and I want to do This Week in History. Sweet. So, This Week in History, November 4th, 1922, King Tut's tomb entrance is discovered by Howard Carter. My question here is, does anybody's fame have better staying power? That motherfucker died like 3,300 years ago, and everybody knows who he was. Why? Why why, why is it him? Because the cool name? I think, uh, I mean, that helps, but, uh, I think the timing of when they found it, it happened to be one of those things that didn't coalesced with the way that, you know, press coverage worked at that time. They did also think for a long time, because he had a benefactor, 
they knew who King Tut was. They knew that he was likely somewhere in the Valley of the Kings, but they were pretty sure they hadn't discovered right, him Right, because don't all pharaohs get a great big tomb like that? I don't know if every single one ever did, but certainly I think he was part of the 18th dynasty. That was like the common, certainly the practice It's just interesting time. that it's him because he was so inbred and riddled with disease that he like died early because he had so many medical issues. Yeah, they thought, that, well, there were thoughts that he may have been like murdered or something too, but he did die when he was like 18. Yeah. So it wasn't like a particularly. It wasn't like it was wasn't Ramses the second. Was he the youngest ruler? Uh that I don't think. He was so. one of the younger I, I, ones, though. Definitely younger. I think, though, the reason for the fame is really about when it was found and mm. who it was found by. More King than King Tut. Yeah. <laughs> Got his own fucking song. At what was that? Seventies or eighties? Yeah. yeah, I uh, for a little while was like, eat your heart out, Jesus. <laughs> this guy's been famous for a long. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of Jesus songs. That's true. If we're going based on song fame, alone. all right, all right. Uh, I called right, right. I called Kendall Tut for a little while because uh, uh, early on in in her life, her and I both uh, farted at the same time, and it really made me laugh. <laughs> and uh, you might say we had a toot in common. So, oh, hello. I'm not big on puns, but that, that one I liked. I do like that one. All right. November 4th, 1960, Dr. Jane Goodall observes chimps creating tools, the first ever observation in non-human animals. Can you use tools, or are you a sub-chimp like me? <laughs> I, I need some extra time with them. <laughs> I, I do. I, there's a lot of fucking Truly up. studying a tool like it's <laughs> 2001 yeah. A Space Odyssey. I use this fork. This is, <laughs> yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of fucking up before I finally do do figure it out. But Yeah, I would, I'm losing in the war against the Chiefs. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I wonder if they like the Broncos. All right, last question, and we'll close this uh, episode out, Chris. November 7th, 1991, Magic Johnson announces he's HIV positive and retires. Which premature retirement made you most sad? I think I know your answer here. What do you think my answer is? There's two real possibilities at the top of mind, but I'm going to guess Prince Fielder. <sighs> yeah. That wasn't my answer. Is your answer Sterling? Oh, see, those are both injuries. Right, so... but uh, but also I feel like, I mean... In Magic's case, it's basically right, the same. Right, right. That it's wasn't a, really medical. That wasn't really the route I went mentally. Fair. I went. Fair. I went with more people who just were like, "Nah, I'm done." Yeah. And even though I was like technically alive for it, but don't remember it. Has to be Barry Sanders. We missed out on so much good football. We did. Calvin Johnson's another one. It's crazy that they're both Lions, like possibly the best players at their positions in NFL history. <laughs> Both, both leaving early. Both hated playing for the Lions so much. They're like, no, I'm done. I don't even care about records. I'm fucking done. This yeah. sucks. And both of them requested trades. Both times the Lions could have gotten something back to the franchise. Yeah. And they decided, no, we're just going to fuck you here. Yeah. That's uh... – But, yeah, I guess if I'm thinking about it that way, Prince is Prince Fielder is one of my favorite athletes ever, and to see him go early really sucked. It was a little easier to swallow since he wasn't still a Brewer. Yeah, Sterling Sharp fucking bugs me because that guy's absolutely hall. I think he may still make the hall. He should be in anyway. He, he, but he will get in. He absolutely would have been in even with one like, more, yeah, maybe two one more, one or years. two more healthy seasons. Yeah. yeah. So that one bugs me. Yeah, for me the one. Uh, because there's a bunch of fighters and stuff, blah, blah, we don't need to get into all that. The one that bummed me out in terms of like, wow, you left a lot of numbers on the table that we could have seen. And the one that took me the longest to believe was Megatron. Yeah. I really didn't believe it. Like, I believed it, and I believed he believed it. But mm -hmm. I believed also that many athletes retire and come back. Right. And I didn't. Surely, just like you said with Barry, I'm sure... A lot of people at that time thought, well, maybe he takes a year or two away, mm. comes back. We've seen that a number of times. But he didn't. So Megatron actually getting to see, That's like, the whole career. Like, I remember when he got drafted out right. of G-Tech on that winless Lions team. Mm. Like, I saw the whole thing. Right. That yeah. one. Right. I saw the whole thing. Over. And, oh, and it was so fast. That's the thing, is he didn't even have one season, like... 
if Julio Jones retired two years ago, there'd have been enough of a decline. Just thinking of like other elite receivers of that mm-hmm. era, but Megatron was still fifteen hundred plus yards a season when healthy. Guy. Yeah. One of the other ones I thought was Luke Keekley. Yeah, that's a really good Patrick one. Patrick Willis. Guys are just like oh. Nick. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yes. All right. On that. That sad was depressing. Note, yeah. <laughs> that was depressing. I'm sorry. Well. That was my sad question. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want koozies, nobody wants koozies. I don't even know why we still. Pitch oh it. no, we still if pitch it because one. these episodes will pick up later, and then they'll want <laughs> people will want them, and they'll already be gone, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Big thank you to Hot Jake, who is on the ones and the twos. Yeah. To Colpy, who is on the microphone, <laughs> and so am I. Thank you guys for listening so much. We love you a lot. Bucks and six. Bye. Woo.